Hey, Jenny, you know me. You know I love to gamble. And normally, I mean, you know this, right? I do. I mean, we normally, do. yeah, so the biggest gamble I'll take frequently, I'll take gambles like I will, um, I'll order truck stop sushi. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big gamble. That's a, yeah, like airport sushi, you know, same. Absolutely. Or I'll, um, I'll online date with somebody who's been really heavily filtered. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So those are my online gambles. But for sports betting, I mean, whether it's the NFL or the NBA or uh, um, Major League Baseball, you know, for me, the place I go to is betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Oh, you're telling me being a Houston Astro fan, I know that's not popular right now because of the cheating, but whatevs. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action happening on betonline.ag. Yeah, and I'm a novice, so like, it's also a great place to get the news, odds on for all of your sporting needs. I don't think they do um, ice dancing yet, but I think it's coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But for the major sports, your Major League Baseball, your NBA, your NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Which I know you're a huge fan of violence. My God, all of it. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, but you'll get real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine with betonline.ag. Yeah, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And here's the thing. You'd think that would cost something like a fortune to sign up, but you'd be wrong. It's free to sign up. It is totally 100% free. And I'm here to tell you, before you even see another pitcher walk on the mound, Yes. Head to betonline.ag on your laptop, mobile device, iPad, Kindle, I don't know, whatever, you know, yeah. works for you. Flip and guess over. what? Take advantage. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Holy balls. Bet online. They're your online sports expert. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. You get in the action and use the promo code CLNS50. To receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That is CLNS50. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 1000%. Everyone go immediately right now. Let's make some money. We've been, we've all been sitting around just losing money during this pandemic. It's time yeah. to, it's it's time for it to come back in our pockets. And that's what betonline.ag is here to do. And there's no sure way to make money than to bet on sports. I always that's what that's how I was raised. I know that's how you were raised. And I think that's the most important thing in the world is sports and gambling. (laughs) And do it. Doing it. it. (laughs) Get on this doing it nation. Betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50. D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T Every time, music to my ears. Every time. Just let me just tell you, I've already been pretty emotional, Danny. Yeah. Just watched on ABC. First off, it was a treat in itself to watch football on May 16th. 
but because of COVID, there were some different, you know, like divisions of uh, teams that didn't play this past fall. One of them was my alma mater, Sam Houston State University. Oh my God. And Danny, let me just tell you that Sam Houston just won the FCS championship for the first time in the history of Sam Houston State University. Well, I, that's amazing. And obviously it's all anybody is talking about now. It's all anyone's talking about. They're eat them up cats. They beat South Dakota. I know that's oh your favorite God. team. Wait, the, oh, the, the South Dakota Varmints? <laughs> Close, Jackrabbits. The Jackrabbits, well, which are Varmints. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say that. Wow, wow. I mean, and so, so I, I, on the way, I mean, they had to take out the possums and then mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. then, yeah yeah the the yeah and then the southern arkansas hillbillies they took out right and then uh they yeah. took everyone out and sam houston state university our mascot uh, a bear cat and that is bear k-a-t oh a fictitious animal all one word wait well there is something called a bear cat <laughs> but they made it with a k like cars for kids but it, it's it's with a k yeah like that it, actually when i went to freshman orientation over the summer before I went that was the first thing that was told to us during orientation I realize our mascot is a fictitious animal and don't let that take away from this university he's like oh wait really like that was the first thing so I it's to that end I'm part of a Facebook group so I'm from a town called Livingston New Jersey and um and there's a Facebook group that I, a lot of my friends are in. It's funny. It's like, you know, you're from Livingston when, <laughs> but it is, and it, it's spelled Y-O-U-R. And I am constantly chiming in. You know, you're from Livingston, New Jersey when I'm the only one who's correcting this. <laughs> <laughs> only one person in this group is noticing the grammatical it's really, it's issue really. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I find it bothersome. So, you know, this week um, we uh, are guest free. This is what we call a mini episode or a, a minap. Yeah, it's it's kind of like our episode of saying, "So, how are you?" Yeah, this is just where we check in. Um, yes. I, this is what I am going to propose that in the mm. next. Yes, Danny. Yes, a thousand times. Yes, you're promoting. Marry me. No, in the next. <laughs> Let's do this together again. <gasps> yes. We're vaxxed. We're waxed. We're vaxxed, waxed, over- we're relaxed. We're relaxed. We're overtaxed. Um, yeah, let's do it. I have a, I have a brand new apartment. I'll can- pack a suitcase. Do you have a room? I, you have a room, but I don't have a bed for you. It'll just be on the floor. Okay, I have, I have a Care Bear. I have a Care Bear sleeping bag that I've had since I was a kid. I, ha- I haven't furnished the guest room, which is partly like just uh, I've been overwhelmed, and then partly I don't really want guests yet. So um, that was how I felt. That's but, the uh, problem with guest rooms. No, I, is I, that I, guests want to be there when you have one. I kind of want my kids to stay over, so I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna that, that'll be done. That'll be two weeks away. But um, but let's do this live. You and me live. Maybe we're gonna bring a <sighs> guest. Great. Oh my God. I don't even know what to do with myself. I'll be so happy to I'll just like too. see. I'm wow. about to do my first in-person show this week. Where? On Thursday. It is a Comedy Cottage. It's 
putting it up. We'll put a link uh, in the in the podcast and everything. But this will it's it's going to be outdoors, but it's going to be like in person. And I haven't, you know, like the last time I did stand up was with you, Danny, in wow. March of 2020 oh at the DC Improv. So the last time we I, traveled. It was the last time we traveled. Like last night, I did two virtual shows still, and I've been doing those virtual shows for over a year now. But I, I'm so excited, but I'm actually really nervous to be doing an in-person show again. Oh my god! A friend of mine does um, stand up, and it, she invited me to. Um, it's called the Comedy Chateau, which I guess is across from. Oh Hockey. yeah, yeah. And yes. it was so much fun. It was a great show, and it was mm-hmm. also um, yeah, it was a great space, and the audience was so like jacked to be there and to see yeah. comedy I know I was too and it was uh it was really <laughs> yeah I'm actually supposed to be doing a comedy cottage show I mean a comedy chateau show coming out oh cool cool yeah well, well uh, um I'm excited I'm, I'm gonna go I'm, I'm gonna start going up again so I'm very excited myself so let's perfect let's, uh who who did you see perform there um a comedian named Teresa Lowe and she was really funny and then they had and she was she killed, which was good because if your friend doesn't do well, that's really right. That's really yeah. horrible. But there were other there were there were a bunch of other people I knew whose names are who had been on like it was they're all through like I I'd met through that story smash show I do with Christine. And, yeah, I um, did that with you a couple of times. I know we did that together. And I saw, I saw there so there were a bunch of comics who had done that show before, and it was just like and I realized a lot of them I had never seen in three dimensions before. Yeah. <laughs> As I as, as I've been doing this, and it was it was really fun. So that's fun. awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm really fun. Fun show. The whole like you know kind of how are you feeling like getting back out into the world? I mean, you've you've seen more people than I have probably. Yeah, definitely. I feel it feels great actually. You know, it feels like fun. Like to have like this dinner party the other night. I played live poker with some friends at a friend's house. <laughs> And it was like, that was super fun. And it's just like, you could see people are just sort of desperate to go back and, 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 and you know, into the world. And, you know, just eating indoors is like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, like, just going places, like the moment they're like, okay, you can go outside now. You don't have to wear a mask when you're doing, you know, like the, and having been told you have to do something for so long. And then all of a sudden it's like, you don't have to do that anymore. It feels yeah. so strange to like, Oh, it's so weird. It's like, but it's also like, I, I realized how much I miss, like two things I realized, like as I was living in downtown for a long time and now, and then uh-huh. I moved to the West side and now like I'm, I'm in here and it's like, oh, I realized how much I hated living. Cause I was only going to live there for about a year when my marriage right. started, but then the, then, then it, the COVID hit. Yeah. And so I, felt, I was sort of like stuck down there for like a year right. and it was like and so like the last week I've been going back to the apartment to take things out of there and clean it and you know get you know move stuff yeah and it was every time I walked into that old apartment I was like thinking like oh god I could not wait to get out like I I'll, I'll just come back tomorrow I can't be in here another and I realized it had been driving me crazy and I also think just not being able to go like I've I been feel I'm good at like sort of pretending nothing's wrong but then I realized oh, how much it's been yeah you and I are so similar in so many different ways and that is certainly one of them where it's like okay this has been going on for so long that I'll just I I'm I'd probably do well in prison because I can just uh, get myself used to doing something after a while I know I would too (laughs) I love being um attacked yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but like, you, you know, all of a sudden I was like, all right, this is just the way it is. And you just get into a routine of like, yeah, not being around people. And the moment you're like dipping your toe back out into the world, I'm like, oh my God, I can't go back. Everybody yep. better fucking get vaccinated. I cannot go back to that life. I didn't realize how mentally <laughs> damaging that has been for me. Really, really, really challenging. It's been like <laughs> a lot of people are taking like a huge, like, I mean, because there's times like I, you know, you know, there were, it, I don't know. It, it was just, it was, it was a lot. I'm really, really happy. Yeah. And, and, and like in the middle of everything, and this was something that, I'm in a, as most people are, a million different like group texts with people. Yeah. And this one group that I'm in, you know, we were just having a discussion about like, you know, re-entering back into society and how like, I'm like, I have to slowly do it. And so many people were just like, yeah, I, I went to this party, but like there was anxiety on that person's shoulders, just even being inside without masks on because you're even though you're told it's okay mentally no you're you're thinking like this doesn't feel right I don't think that this should happen and then you go outside and you get somebody that's gonna say like hey you can take your mask off now like don't mask shame people I got I got mask shamed um but it wasn't because like I was it's just a habit you come out of the car you throw your mask on and I went to this thing and it's like I think they, I, what, I, what I've determined amongst the, my friends who have quote unquote mask shamed is they have no mask shame. So they, so they're, so right. they're like, if you are wearing a mask. It makes us feel bad that we're not <laughs> a lot to overcome that. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and, and if you really think about it, it's like, yeah, that that's on you. If you feel bad because I'm wearing a mask. A friend of mine was saying. You're making, you know, like that person's making themselves feel bad. Out of, like, I was talking to my mom the other day about she, uh-huh. you know, and you've met my mom, God love uh-huh. her, you know, but she uh-huh. just says things and she was like so annoyed. She goes, What is it with these people driving in their masks? That looks so <laughs> stupid. I want to tell them how stupid they look. And I was like, It's not harming you in any way, shape, or form for somebody to be. I said, Don't you think that maybe somebody just like, left somewhere had the mask on and just hadn't pulled it off yet I, that's what i've done like i've definitely done that like, sure well, yeah where it's like I, everyone right <laughs> forgot yes no, i love that yeah it, and i said well you know out here i'm so happy that they said you don't have to wear masks outside anymore and, and i'm in west hollywood my mom she's like jenny that is so you're outside i go i am passing people on the street like you would be if you were in new york like <laughs> constantly passing people it's not i'm not in bay city texas where you are and then my mom because she's just forever the person who's gonna burn me she goes you know at bridge club everyone would laugh at you if you came in a mask oh god i well do you think that i care about what a bunch of 80 go to your bridge club do you know that the rest of the civilized world laughs at your bridge club <laughs> oh, I wear that? And she's like oh shut up jenny i'm like well it's true you started this shit <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now you know, she's watching the astros play she goes you look look there's so many people in the stands not wearing masks that like good and i go do you realize that five of the astros are not playing right now because they have COVID? <laughs> like, hmm, so dumb. are we are we really doing this are we really but people just they want so badly to I don't, did you see the thing today about Ricky Schroeder, Rick Schroeder? 
No, what? Okay, so first off, Silver Spoons guy. Yeah. I was always a fan of the show, but man, he a few months back, it came out that he paid for Kyle Rittenhouse. That's right. He, 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 he and my pillow guy paid bail for Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes. For the murder. Paid bail for Kyle Rittenhouse. And then it, this video came out. Look, you can just look it up on Twitter. I I it was trending um, that he was trying to go Rick Schroeder into a Costco uh -huh. out here in LA. And the person, you know, said, you can't come in. We still have a mask mandate here. Uh -huh. You have to have a mask on if you're going to come in here. And oh my God, Danny, the rant that he went on, it, really? it, it made no sense. He's talking about lords and gods and Really? Uh, and is it on? It, is, it, is this is captured on videotape, thank God? Or on? Yeah, what? through Rick Schroeder's own camera, because he was recording it, okay. trying to like take, <laughs> you know, like when somebody right. records something thinking it's going to exonerate them. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch. Like, yeah, it, it's truly insane to me, but it's like, it, it's a piece of cloth that just goes in front of your mouth and nose around your ears and just walk in. It, it's to help other people. Oh my God. Just to, I was just tell the story. Like, like, I, I, like I, was at this, I was out with this, um, and um, a friend of mine, he, he does some comedy, but he, he was like, I feel like I smile weird now. Like, I have to relearn to smile because I so <laughs> have exaggerated my smile. So I'm just smiling with my eyes because of a map. <laughs> When I meet somebody, so it's like right. I'm smiling, I'm friendly, and it's like, and, and he was doing this imitation of himself now smiling now without the mask, and he just looks crazy because <laughs> he's so emphasizing the smile. Right. <laughs> I actually was thinking I, because of wearing like every time I would be out and about wearing a mask, and I I would either have my glasses or sunglasses on, and so when I have my sunglasses on, and wearing a cap, you know, so here I go past somebody in a cap, sunglasses, and a mask. And I'm yeah. smiling at them as they walk by. Oh my! God. And then I started realizing that like, nobody sees how friendly I really am. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> this is weird. So I started like when people go by, I'd wave at them as they go by. Oh, like, no. I, yeah. And now I was out jogging yesterday. Somebody like walks past me, and I waved at them, even though oh. I'm not wearing a mask anymore, or I didn't even have sunglasses on. I'm like, this person must think all. I'm a psycho. <laughs> Yeah, we need some like Emily Post etiquette school to go back to, to learn how to interact with other human beings. No, again. I know. It's very, it's very, uh, very strange. Very, very strange. <laughs> so, uh, well, let me, uh, hang on. Let me ask you this, dude. This is <laughs> a question. Because everybody's been trapped up and the whole joke is like, this is about to be the roaring 20s again. Yeah. There's just going to be some sexual revolution. Have uh -huh. you at any point like ever had during this like a sex dream or thought like looked at someone that you hate and just been like, yeah, I'd still have it. It's just, I hate that person. So like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I hate her. Okay, but, what I have like, yeah. um, hold on. <laughs> no, I don't think I have so much. Have you? No, mine was like, I saw some picture that like, a few nights ago, one of my friends texted me this picture and it was hilarious. It was of 
Julio Iglesias was on a pri- like from the 80s, like on a <laughs> private plane, and he had a bucket of chicken and a glass of wine. Uh-huh. And he's just tan and everything. And it was like, oh, you know, that's Enrique Iglesias. And then there was a picture of Enrique Iglesias with uh, Anna Kornikova, his wife. Yeah. And I remember looking at that and I was like, I would have a four-way with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if I would bring the chicken, bring the bucket of chicken, I would do that too. <laughs> I mean. I woke up with that dream in my head. I was like, that is hilarious. And that's how much COVID has done to me that I look at a picture of Julio Iglesias with a bucket of chicken and immediately had a dream that I had a four-way with him, his son, and Anna Kornikova and the bucket of chicken. I will say this, and this is going to make everybody I've ever worked with really nervous, but if I work on a show for more than like, <laughs> like, like, like if a show that lasts a season and I'm there every day, uh-huh. there's, it's very likely I've had sex with the, any woman I've worked with. It doesn't have to be uh, somebody I've attracted to or even like in that moment. They just, they, 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 yeah. um, they somehow they're, they get cast in that dream. So yes, I've had that. that <laughs> Danny, that happens to me constantly. And also like I'm a person and you and I have hung out with, yeah. it's been a minute, but yeah. we're pretty close and we yeah. can go somewhere, the two of us and yeah. two people can walk in and we would both go, I bet, look at them. Do you imagine what their sex life is? I know. I bet, I bet she's a freak. I bet he does. Like, yeah. I size everyone up constantly. Yeah, I kind of do too. And I, it's like, I think people in general do. I think that's why people always distinguish between people who are pretty and sexy. Because there's those people who are right. very, like, you are objectively pretty, but I have no doubt that you are not sexual. <laughs> and then Me? Some, no, not you. <laughs> I'm talking about like you're looking at somebody who's like objectively pretty, but you know, and then people who like oh, it's it's like when you watch a celebrity sex tape. Remember the I mean the OG yeah. one was like okay, you watch Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee's sex tape. Yeah, that yeah. was real porn. That was beautiful. Like you could jerk off to that. Well, they knew what happy. they were doing. They were new. Yeah. They, knew, they knew what they were doing. And then um, let's cut to Kim Kardashian and Ray J. It was no. Oh, I'll go even worse. Paris Hilton. Oh my God! It looked like a possum stuck in a tree with the night vision. <laughs> <laughs> Those flashlight eyes were staring back at you, and you're like, "This I don't is not care for that at all." I know, I know. I... It was like an episode of Cops. I didn't care. <laughs> it's like this just looks like I'm in my backyard growing up, and my dad's like, "Get that possum out of that tree." I'm like, all right, shine a flashlight in its face. Oh like, all right. That's so about bad. how sexual that was to me. But yeah, that's something that I keep thinking about because I even last night on Saturday Night Live, which had Keegan Michael Key, yeah, hosting, yeah. Oh, and they 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 did some like bits about like people just being horned up now. Oh yeah, just, what, was what was the bit? I just watched all of Saturday Night Live last night, so I sort of scanned it. Um, oh well, it was like just how many people are just going to be out there and all they want to do is have sex like everyone has been so cooped up that no one cares who oh, it's with i gotta watch that I, I'll, I'll check out that sketch i i I, and, believe, I i believe that to be the case um for sure i believe that to be the case for sure oh um, I, I think it's gonna be like a really really funny eye-opening uh experience oh, for people me too me too and i mean we i, I think everybody's thinking like we better fuck because that wasn't the last pandemic. Like, like yeah. the things in the world are not getting better. We might as well just 
Mark my words, this is going to be a big year for Thruples. Oh, this is Thruples. This will be the Thruples. I feel like this is going to be the year of the Thruple. I feel like it's coming because that's like kind of the thing that we're hearing about more now. And now that everybody's really been like cooped up and maybe married couples are like, we don't want to really cheat on each other, but maybe. Maybe we can have like, yeah, I'm going to aim higher. I'm going to go for the, this is the year of the quintuples. Yep. (laughs) You always got to top me, don't you? Always have to top me. Uh, And we also have to add on this podcast, the funniest thing I saw last night, which was the last dance parody on SNL. That was really funny. Oh my God. Heidi Gardner. Oh my God. Absolutely slayed in that. Keegan was so funny. Chris Redd killed it. So goddamn good. And it really, what I liked about it is, for those who don't watch, it's about... The, that documentary talking about what an insane competitive Michael Jordan person Michael Jordan was, <laughs> and, but, and it just was like it it, it, ex- it exaggerated that to its cruelest outcome possible, and I don't want to ruin it. Oh, for so and, but, but just that, that was clip so good. In, yeah, the clip in, in the last dance that security guy, yeah, that had ever had just become like the like unsung hero of that yes. ten hour thing yes. of him beating Jordan at throwing a quarter against a wall who could get to the closest and he does his shoulder shrug like I don't know <laughs> that they made an entire sketch about, about that Jordan one getting shoulder back shrug <laughs> yeah. yeah I thought Keegan was great in that I thought he was so he was fantastic in that too of course um, my for Keegan my hopes were super high because he this is what he does he is a improv sketch performer no. and he did not disappoint man no, he, he did was... i mean you know the writing is still an issue on that show but he, he was <laughs> well i think the writing is any issue that is had is probably because you've got lauren who's yeah. probably whispering in their ear you'll be gone in five minutes if you don't make yeah, it yeah. it's not it doesn't seem like a healthy <laughs> place to work well, so what anything else you've been watching before we wrap up here well, tell me what you've been uh, let's like see i've what have I watched? It was good. Do you have anything? I do. I you know what I do? The stupid YouTube thing that I started watching. Not stupid. It's really funny. All of my friends are telling about it. But I was watching Dana Gould and my friend Rob Cohen directed them. But mm-hmm. Hanging with Dr. Z on YouTube. Where it's, it's oh. Dr. Z. He gets dressed up exactly like Dr. Zayas from Planet of the Apes, the 1971. <laughs> and he has a talk show where he makes all references to like 70s stars and, and and people like that. And it is really goddamn funny. I think they're each like like seven minutes long, right? It was like, and they're so good. So I would recommend Hanging with Dr. Z. Hanging with Dr. Z, perfect. I will check that out. Yeah. I'm still, um, I told my mom, I got her hooked up on Apple TV because I got like one of those uh, yeah. free trial things. So I yeah. hooked my mom up. I don't know that I talked about this show, but she just plowed through it last week, which was the morning show. I mean, everybody tells me, like, I watched the first two and I was, like, not wildly uh, impressed, but people said it got better. No, I thought it was, I always hold off on watching shows that have anything oh. to do with working in news because I did that. I and know. when you, when it's something that you've done and you watch a show like that, you're like, this is not how it actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was... Now, there was plenty of things watching it that I, you know, couldn't help but roll my eyes at. Yeah. But it's Steve Carell's performance. And he's he's Matt Lauer. I mean, they don't I say know, it. I, I, I know this, right? He's, he's always good. So 
like yeah i i just i thought that the way that it was the way that they did that was really good and and i i don't know i thought the sh- thought the show was good um also because ted lasso is on apple uh, yeah. tv i have to mention even though it's another person's podcast but my friend brett goldstein who plays roy Kent on ted lasso i just did his podcast which oh, was wow. called uh, films you be, you you'd be buried with and everything is about like what was the first movie you remember watching oh, wow and mine was the muppet movie do you remember danny your first movie the first time i went to a movie like, no no like well, the first movie like in your memory bank what you remember watching for the first time the first movie god i don't know i mean i, I if i had to pay, it might have been uh the one that sticks out to me the most is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Like as, as, as the first one. And I just thought, you know, I, I was just like utterly delighted by how creepy it was. Right. And I was quite young. I mean, I, I, you know, I may have been like five or four. And so there might have been a movie before that. But uh, um, uh, like mine was, well, I had the Muppet movie was the one uh, that I remember watching first, like with my fan, that and then Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Oh, my dad wow. showed me that way too early, but yeah, I saw, that's probably I, what's I, wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, a couple of those movies that I saw way too, like I saw Tommy way too early, like the, uh, <laughs> and it just, I had nightmares forever of Tina Turner injecting. Okay. But this is a question I have to ask because I thought it was such a funny question that I wanted to ask you. What, what's the movie that you've like the most disappointed you've ever been in a movie? Like, like your excitement to watch something and you're like this is the worst piece of shit i've ever seen in my life well it's one of the few movies i walked out on i don't know why i was excited except that i really at the time like like robin williams so much but Mm -hmm. it was popeye i remember going to see popeye in a theater and i just was like i never do this but i'm gonna walk out i mean i was was a kid but i was like i can't take this i'm not yeah that's right that's actually really funny because when i I watch and I love pop like cartoons and everything. Yeah, and not only didn't I didn't like it, but it also creeps me out. Yeah, it's all very creepy. That <laughs> character's dimensions don't make sense. No. And so when you see them as a human being, it's really troubling. Oh, oh I tell you what, something I just recently watched was the speaking of Robin Williams, Jumanji, the remake. The the remake is great the first one yeah the first re- I, and i'm a, actually i i have on stars i just noticed that the second one is on stars and i haven't watched it yet but the i had held off for a while watching the remake because i like the original i like the the yeah. robin williams and i'm looking i was like okay jack black the rock kevin hart uh is that really gonna like i don't want it to disrespect the original that was so good it is it was so well structured that those kids, what they became in the in, in in the world, and I mean, and and honestly, Kevin Hart. I know. When, I guess when you're successful as Kevin Hart, it's like yeah. you, you always want to tear that down. Yeah. Um, and I I worked with Kevin Hart years ago, and he was mm-hmm. the funniest guy in the room, and he was always great. But like, he is so fucking good in that movie and jack black as the princess <laughs> is is the head cheerleader <laughs> the head cheerleader and then that the, and then that the the beautiful redhead from like uh doctor who 
She's yes. Great. Um, it, it was the great. Rock. Oh, the Rock is just the, the, like the Rock is like a movie star. It's like there's certain people who just get in there, and I was slow to get on board with the Rock. And then, like, I look at the guy, and it's like, of course, how can you not like that guy? He's like the oh. He was one of the most endearing people. I'm with you. It was like, I held off on watching that for so long because I was like, I don't know, you know, someone like Kevin Hart, it bothered me when a video came out of him cheating on his pregnant wife and shit. And I was like, yeah. really having a hard time getting back on board yeah. <laughs> with someone. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be cheesy. They're going to, I, I really held off on watching it for so long. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, it's on. I'm going to give it a whirl. I loved it. And then Nick Jonas, he was great. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that Nick Jonas was in that. Right. He was a kid who was lost in the game years before. That's right. That yeah. He's, and yeah. And he's, I'm like, okay, all of a sudden, and maybe this is also quarantine. I was like, I would have uh, however many way with all of these people. I would do all of them. That's Kevin that's Hart. Our, basically, the one advantage, if we were to sum up today's podcast, which we should. <laughs> I would say that if you are in pandemic long enough, anything can be porn. You know, and let's just to bring this full circle, Danny, that's why this is the doing it podcast. And that's and on some level, we knew that people. It's just us want to be doing it with people. That's it. Let's, uh, that, you know, maybe we transition <laughs> into what we've been watching to who do we want to do? Yeah. Oh, and we, you know what we should do with this dating app? doing it oh we should do a doing a dating app guy are you there guy. Oh, i'm here oh I'm yeah here. guy how about that doing it dating app. i'll start working on it yeah yes we just cut the middleman out with all this like tinder grinder well, like no. just hey who wants to be who who do you want to be doing it with doing who it? let's just be doing it oh okay. man well, we're about to well, danny well, you're about to buy that boat buddy oh my god i can't wait <laughs> I can't wait. Well, um, thank you for to doing it, nation. Keeping doing show. it, nation. Uh, mad you know, respect. Uh, and mad respect. next time, I'm coming. I'm I'm going to come over to your new place, Danny, and we're going to doing to be doing it in person, not Let's you and I doing actually doing it in person. I haven't done this podcast um, dressed in a year, so I'm excited. I haven't. I I have not worn pants. I don't even know where they are. I think they're in storage. And uh, we will be back next week with a very special guest that I'm not going to tell you right now. But you all very excited. And uh, yes. I will, we'll see you then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank Bye. you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>